Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another HK Video Game Experience. I'm the Gentleman Gamer Hollywood Cole here with Rob from Rob and Rob the Collector. What's up, dude? Hey man, how's it going? Going well, brother. And uh, Clear Fire, Bad Dad Gamer, what's up, man? What's going on, yo? Oh, so, here's what happened last night, or when did we do it? Two nights ago. We Friday did night. A, yeah, so two, two nights ago, we did a uh, Super Nintendo Top 5 Super Nintendo games, and it really brought up a good debate about RPGs. So, uh, in that, in that, uh, we did our each one of our top five Super Nintendo games. But the caveat was you could not do an RPG, which most of our probably our top five list, maybe at least half would probably be RPGs, forty percent or so, I would think, because it was so well known system for that. Well, I asked Rob which one his favorite one. He said Legend of Zelda, which he didn't include because he considered it RPG. I didn't think it was, and he brought up, well, what about Secret of Mana? And you're like, wow, that is a great point. That is a valid point because it's almost the exact same thing except for you get levels. So, uh, it brought up a good debate on what is actually an RPG. I think Clear said Super Metroid, etc. I don't remember exactly, but we're going to try to get to the bottom of this and just kind of piece together here on the H and K video game experience why we consider or think about certain games as RPGs and what is the real answer. There's not really a real answer, uh, I don't think. I think it's just more on your perception. There are certain uh, qualities or certain features that we would all expect an RPG to have, and it's not just swords and magic. So uh, we're going to find out what it is. So, Rob, what do you think about uh, RPGs? What do you what do you consider an RPG game? It doesn't have to be Super Nintendo, any game, RPG, but video game related. <laughs> I think the quest has a lot to do with it. Um, what defines, you know, as the quest, like you said, the medieval stuff, it's hard not to feel RPG-esque. But then you got other games that are like action RPGs. Um, for case in point, River City Ransom. I would consider that game an actual RPG. It's an action RPG where you're leveling up your character with different movesets. And, you know, it, as you advance through the game, you become stronger and i know a lot of games are like that and it's going to be hard to argue some games because as you advance through a lot of games you level up or you get better weapons or you you know what i mean you equip better things to your character so i think number one and foremost would be the overall quest and the theme of the game personally okay. all right cool what do you think about it? Is that all, you got anything else or you want to move on to clear uh, go, go ahead and move on because I, I got some other things to interject but I think it'd be better just to get this all out alright what do you think it is clear so for me an RPG is a game that you take a character grow and develop with so like I, I agree with Rob on the whole questing part of it um, but I feel like it's more than just that and I feel like it's taking a character growing a character whether it be through levels or through other means and you're basically focused on that one soul character and moving it through the different journeys through the different quests the different story and usually the story is focused on that character and its strife with whatever's going on whether it be my, my kingdom's getting attacked or i'm having to find a way to defend my you know, beloved or whatever, you know, it, it tells a story and has that narrative growth with it. Okay. So you guys believe it's essentially, uh, and just correct me if I'm wrong, the story, uh, like the quest, if it's a pretty in-depth quest and then a character essentially is stronger toward the end of it than he was at the beginning. Is that what you guys are saying or what? So I just want to try to nail it down. 
but essentially, is that what you guys are saying or what? Because you're looking at me kind of. Essentially, I'd say. I'd say essentially. That's <laughs> okay. kind of I mean, like what we're I mean saying. if you want to call it the so, basic, basic, then okay. yeah, basic. Yeah. That, I mean, that's probably if you've got it down to the core. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right. Like, we're going to wait to be discussing, like, more oh, absolutely, in depth into absolutely. the games uh, to compare games, I believe, really. And I, th- I think that's where the core of what I would have to say would come into play. Yeah. So, um, I think in, uh, we, in, Nobody prepared, hopefully. We just decided just we're going to go off our experiences. This is the HK video game experience. So um, I always think think of it this way. A role-playing game, so you you do play a role in um, your character. So that can mean two things, right? One, you play a role in the direction that your character takes to develop, i.e., and I'm going to bring it up, Destiny, right? Um, You pick your character but it's going to get max you're not really going to choose how it's going to develop they're going to develop into a stronger character true but you didn't really pick how which aspects of that character you wanted to make stronger probably at the cost of another aspect of i.e range versus close attack such such as that so you're playing that role of a sniper or whatever uh so you're leveling up sniper abilities if if destiny was a role-playing game that's what i would expect to see or the other aspect of a role-playing game could mean that uh, if you have multiple people and you're, let's say, a rogue or something like that, then your job is to backstab or to open locks or whatever. So now you're playing the role of that rogue. So that's what I consider. If the game does not allow you to branch off in any way, then I do not consider it an RPG. That's essentially... So there's two. There's two. If it doesn't branch off in any way that lets you choose the path that's different every time that I don't consider an RPG and, or you don't, you play with multiple people and you have to play a certain role, then perhaps it could be considered an RPG, but I think that's loose. But anyway, that is my, that's my idea of it, of one. So kind of like strictly Dungeons and Dragons esque. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, essentially. Yeah. So, so I also have a point to bring up here too, and I want to make this note and make this go down in history. Hollywood was the first to mention <laughs> Destiny, not Clear Fire. I think I've done it, it once ha- before that. I, it has to <laughs> in go two down and a half history. years. I've done it once, one extra time. So I just want to make that point to everybody. Out I was waiting. It's going to be brought up in this, this <laughs> one for sure because some people consider it a world playing game. Yeah, I mean, I think this is where we're going to disagree or at least have some varying opinions there because oh, certainly when when you say like you're playing in a group. And it's uh, it becomes more loose that it's an RPG. I think that becomes even more RPG because you're playing a role in that team at that point. You have to play that role because you're looking for a healer in that team when you're in an MMO. I mean, it's called a MMORPG when you're playing those group ones. What is mass? Destiny's one. Destiny technically, they don't call it, they call it a loot shooter, but I'm sorry, Destiny falls more under the MMO RPG than that. Uh, EverQuest, uh, World of Warcraft, those are those are MMO RPGs by definition. For sure, yeah, because you're playing and, those are branching off. But if you let's just let's just I'm gonna let you continue, but I just want to address your first thing about playing a role. If you if you take Call of Duty for example, and you say, okay, I'm gonna be the heavy machine gunner, you're gonna be the sniper. And you're going to be the guy that runs up there. So is that considered an RPG? That's why I said it's loosely based on playing a role. That's my opinion of it. But 
I think it's more branching off. Now, I could I could definitely argue for for Call of Duty being a quote unquote <laughs> RPG, but we're gonna leave that <laughs> as a shooter because you're mainly focused on shooting. That's your main thing in that game is shooting, it, killing the other person by means of gun or grenade or or in your favorite way, tomahawk. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's do it this way then. So we can branch off, and there's a lot of new genres. Now let's take this back to the beginning, and we'll start with something like a Nintendo, the NES, and start talking about some of the games there that we considered RPGs, and then we'll kind of move forward into the future. So, Rob, what you got with that, man? You're the Nintendo so, expert. <laughs> so, uh, would you consider Legend of Zelda an RPG? Um, see, this is a very, very good uh, question. I've, I've, honestly, I've always said no. But, okay. um, and the reason is, you know, but I'm trying to I'm trying to think in my head right now, did it meet the criteria? Obviously, if it's, I'm thinking about Legend of Zelda 1. Mm-hmm. Because you can pick the paths you want to take. You don't have to get all the weapons. But you're essentially just, well, I've it's always considered linear. it no. I've always considered okay. it no. What about Link, Legend of Zelda 2? No. No? If I'm not going to consider though, one, I wouldn't consider two yet. Well, because the second one was so much different. And that's why, that's kind of where I was going with it. Because in the second one, you have to level up your magic. You have to level up your, your health. And yeah. you have to get certain items and all that stuff. And sure, you kind of maybe have to get... Uh, certain items in the first one but you don't have to level up your health you can go through the whole game with you know just the hearts that you get at the end of the level you don't have to get the hearts at the end of the level really but yeah so levels yeah that's the Le- tough legend of zelda is a good one to kind of kind of butt heads on with especially with hollywood's definition because he says you have to choose paths and different directions you go mm-hmm. and legend of zelda fits that perfectly you don't yep. have to get all the hearts you don't have to do all of this this specific things you have side quote unquote side quests because you have the main line and then of course you have the sides because there's plenty of people that didn't get certain parts and certain weapons and still beat the game but yet you know, followed a line. They followed a direction, followed a quote-unquote quest line. And so I think that Legend of Zelda actually fits, one, probably all three of our definitions pretty well because of the way it the way it, way it plays. Yes, you don't have leveling up, but you have that built into the heart system. The heart <laughs> system is the quote-unquote leveling up because the more hearts you get, the more damage you can take. That technically is leveling up because in the whole perception of gaining levels, you gain more uh, more HP so you can take more damage by bigger bosses. The only difference is you don't really pick the role. You are Link and you will be Link. And that's the only argument. So, it, so in that you you do have you actually kind of do have roles in that. You can be a sword fighter. You can use your wand. Or you can use your bow and arrow. Those are all different utensils that you can use that you can actually do in different ways. You can be your ranged fighter, your magician, or your sword fighter. So you kind of do have roles, even though you can only choose one person. Well, I mean, that's just aspects of Link. I mean, it's... uh it is, know. but I mean, you—I mean, you said it yourself earlier. Yes. Well, I'm saying we're just discussing. I, the, I, yeah. I know. I'm just saying. You I'm will just saying still I'm be my... Link, no matter what role you mm-hmm. pick. Sure. So, um, but you still have those flexibilities, though. So I brought that one up because I, I can I can I can completely understand where you would say that's not an RPG. Maybe it's an action adventure game. But now I'm going to go to Castlevania. I would not consider the first Castlevania an RPG. I wouldn't either. But. By definition, I think all three of our definitions, Castlevania 3 
is. You choose different paths in that game. You don't always have to go down the same path. You get additional characters that you can use and swap out with. <laughs> I just thought, that's so weird. Wow. Is. That's actually a really good two point. Two is, I would consider two for sure, an RPG. Um, but three, oh man, I'd never considered it an RPG. I'm just being honest here. And it sounds like my mind is going to change. I feel like my mind is going to change when I considered an RPG based on our discussions. But uh, I'd never considered three an RPG. I still don't consider it an RPG. And I'm just trying to narrow this down. And I can make it an easy call here is when um, you can, but you know, when I always consider, I keep going back to Dragon Warrior when you're talking about NES. Do I consider mm-hmm. an RPG? Yes, of course. But what role do you're always going to be Erdrick? Are you not Erdrick? You're the hero, whatever you yeah. name him. I guess you don't have to save the princess. You can be a jerk that way. But what makes it an RPG other than just levels and gold and. <laughs> Uh, finding high, it's, it's almost like if you, um, but you can still, can, still can do the I, can same I play thing devil's advocate with you on this. Sure. What makes it an RPG over legend of Zelda? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, so like dragon warrior, I would consider any game with turn-based attacks, pretty much an RPG. Yeah. But then that, is that what's defined as an RPG is turn-based well, attack. And then again, maybe not because in Japan they had a lot of games, like war games. You know what I mean? Like So like Godzilla 2 is kind of like a war game where you're setting up strategies and everything like that. So And it has turn-based attacks. So maybe not. I don't know. Well, well, I you think- all, let, me th- let me throw something out there as far as turn-based attacks. The um, Metal Gear Solid game on the PSP was also turn-based. And I don't know if I could really consider that one a... Um, RPG because the way the turn-based is designed is based off of the cards and things that you gather throughout the game. But it is a very heavily turn-based game. Let's say this. Uh, this aspect of it here. There's there's three layers, let's say, to RPG. you got the main story, you got mm-hmm. side quest, and you got end game. Let's even put it like that. So you got the main story that you can go through. Zelda is, is going to have one main story. No doubt. Granted, you can go do the, you're, you're making up your side quest. You can say, I'm going to go do this. Now we're talking about the big beginning. And I'm just thinking about Dragon Warrior. You can get a broadsword, where it's like the medium weapon, and go all the way to Dragon Warrior and kill him if you're leveled up enough. You can kill him, or you can get the sword, all the best armor, and kill him at like level 16 or so, if you're level 16. Well, the max level is 30. So you can continue to level and grind and really just slaughter him at the end. Or you can just go finish the story and done. Now, uh, it's just this. I think it's just side quest. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. So how about how about Ocarina <laughs> of Time then? I would consider that more of an RPG than okay. the, than Zelda one for sure. Um, I, I'm beginning to change my mind about Zelda being an RPG. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, really more, I know, and I, and I want to point out the more you talk about it too, because like when you're talking about Dragon Warrior, how you can level up to max level and then go kill the guy, or you can kill the guy ahead of time. Yeah, the same thing in Zelda. I know. If you're good enough, you can do the same thing in Zelda. You know, you could pick your weapon to kill the guy with, depending on how good you are. I've seen people do it with just the bombs. Seen people do it just the sword. I mean, it, it, Zelda, even though you don't have the defined quests and side quest, 
you have that in there. It is one of those first-generation things of testing out what an RPG probably would be without all the direction that you usually get in an RPG. Because in an RPG, you go up to a person that here's your main quest line or here's your side quest. They're actually defined. In Legend of Zelda, they're not, and you kind of have to figure it out on your own. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of in a way not really but because i mean your your end adventure is to kill the, the the main bad guy so i guess there's things that if you grind so to speak if you put time into killing mobs you get more powerful if you put time or points into your ranged weapons you get it more powerful if you put t- and you can and it's only limited by how much time you put into it zelda's sword is going to be strong okay you get a master sword it's going to just already maxed out as soon as you get it you get the bombs they're maxed out as soon as you get it um, oh, I got a new bomb. Okay, now it's maxed out. So you get it. You're not really going to put points into Zelda to give him, you know, to, to take extra damage or whatever. Now, and again, I'm just I, sorry I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm thinking out loud. I'm, and I don't mean to jump too far ahead, but you look at uh, Breath of the Wild. It's out, and I would certainly consider that an RPG. I don't know what I consider an RPG. <laughs> but <laughs> this see is the, crazy. I mean, you blew my mind last the, yesterday with or two days ago with Zelda saying that, and then I started thinking about it. I mean, but 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 I, I want to go back to what I was saying about Zelda being the first. What game before it was classified as an RPG? Was there, well, there any was no, game? Was there yeah, game Dungeons and Dragons? I mean, Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, Dungeons and Dragons is is the format that all. RPGs are eventually based off of because if you look at it, if any any RPG is based on any type of RNG, random number generator, it's Dungeons and Dragons based because Dungeons and Dragons is based off the D20 random number generator system. Legend of Zelda, even though you don't have all that, that there, I think it's the first iteration of an RPG for the consoles, for the gaming, for the video games, just because of those steps that it makes and the way that it goes through things. And you got to think about it. this is gaming. Everything's evolved and grown since that point. And looking at Zelda and trying to say it's not an RPG because of this, this, and this, these are all factors that came way after it that started defining the RPGs. This isn't things where we're trying to define RPGs at that time. So for the time, Legend of Zelda definitely fits the classic RPG role just because, like I said before, you've got quests, you've got side quests, you can pick up specific weapons or you can leave them behind. Whether you're leveling them up or not, you're not really leveling up uh, Link in, in the game. You're just getting heart containers to make him stronger. So it's just one of those things where it fits the classic baseline RPG, and I think that's something that we need to define as well is a baseline. Where's our baseline of our RPG? Is it a D20 system like D&D or is it, you know, a video game like Legend of Zelda where you have that? So Zelda and Dragon Warrior both came out in 86. And it says on, uh, according to Wikipedia, and it calls the Legend of Zelda uh, action uh, adventure game and it calls Dragon Quest an RPG. So it does identify, and it, you know, this is just their opinion, right, their sure. opinions, but it does identify Zelda as an action adventure game. So, because um, I mean, I could totally see that. I can see that being an action adventure game because, so when we were, when we talked about it two days ago, I was thinking about it as well because I've always considered Legend of Zelda an RPG my whole life. And then I sat down, I'm like, what makes it different than Castlevania? 
Well, Castle. I don't consider Castlevania RPG besides Castlevania. I don't, yeah, I don't either. That's what I'm saying. Because so I, I'm, I'm considering the thing one that, game, but like well, the top-down view. So finding well, the items. Like you don't do that in Castlevania. But like, I'm trying to think. Like, what makes it different? But Castlevania than, is like linear, like straight line. It's mm-hmm. very much okay, that's this. Fair. Legend of Zelda. You can go wherever right off the bat. You have your paths. You yeah. have. You can go wherever you want in that board. It's an open world map. And mm-hmm. so that's where I think the differentiation between those two games hit. Is well, that's the adventure part of action adventure. That's the only. But that's it's the also only part of the RPG as well because not all <clears throat> not not all RPGs are linear. There's some RPGs that are flat out open world from the beginning. You know, so I mean that that's. that's but then one of those I look things. at a game like Blaster Master. Like Blaster Master is an open world. Now it is a somewhat linear, but you don't technically have to do everything in that game. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but I would not consider Blaster Master. An you RPG don't level at up <clears throat> at all. Um, yeah, the thing that that threw me off. We'll go ahead and jump. So let's just say our conclusion here is Legend of Zelda is, is certainly in a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it leans Technic more green. toward RPGs than it does not. Um, if I'm being honest, but and that's a great that's a change of mind for me. I've never considered it an RPG. I, I knew it was always great. A lot of people, or some people do, and some people don't. Uh, I think for me, it is a great area. I think it's like right on that edge. Um, <clears throat> but let's go ahead and jump to Super Nintendo. The thing that you threw me off with was you said, "What do you consider Secret of Mana an RPG?" Well, what's how Secret of Mana different than Zelda? Um, you'd level up, and you level up your magic the more you use it. Um, you carry certain items that you do or do not have to. You find you go to dungeons that uh, you level up your sword or weapons. Of course, you can pick whatever weapon you want to use. Um, I, so, but anyway, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, really give you a definitive answer on that, other than oh, it's made by SquareSoft and they do RPGs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it, so 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 I guess it's safe to say for us, especially us gamers. Most Squaresoft games fall under RPG for us and our thought patterns. Yeah, I mean, it's just what we grew up with. I mean, and so, mm-hmm. and I think what happened for us Americans and pretty much everybody is when Dragon Warrior hit and they gave it away for free to get everybody into RPGs, we said, oh, okay, well, this is what an RPG is. And that was what we were told that's what an RPG is. And here's how to get Americans on RPGs. And you've seen it, we talked about it a little bit couple nights ago with uh you said mario rpg super mario brothers rpg and that brought up the um final fantasy mystic quest which is supposed to be a starter rpg for us and what did that what elements did they include in the starter rpg that's probably a good place to start they had a life bar they had level up uh items that you could equip various swords that you can equip at any time once you get the the uh, and I don't want to keep going back to Zelda, but once you get the Master Sword, you ain't going to switch back to the Wooden Sword. It's over. But in Mystic Quest, you could adjust and change, and you might not find all the stuff. And I know Zelda, you might not either. But, but people so, are but people are brave enough to switch back to that Wooden Sword sometimes. I don't for think that you challenge. can. <clears throat> you can't once you get. No, the, yeah, once you get it. Yeah, the original Zelda. Yeah, but man, like, so I'm jumping back. So you said uh, leveling up. Mm-hmm. Um, in Secret of Mana, because like you level up in Legend of Zelda two as well. I know, and so that's when you yeah you do level up in that. So that that the whole set maybe there's just certain elements, and, and especially mm-hmm. nowadays there's just certain elements in all the the games. But uh, 
I've and only played I, Zelda two. I only finished it once once through. Uh, so I wasn't a big I, Zelda fan for that. I'm looking at our criteria, and I'm like, okay, not not completely linear. You get to choose your path. You get upgrades, get weapons, and man, by my own criteria, Mega Man is an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. See, that's the, I'd never consider Mega Man an RPG. So, but nope, you could, and I still don't. But I mean, like. It fits that criteria, though. Pretty much any game, you're going to be more powerful in the besides Mario, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to be more powerful at the end than when you began. Well, uh, I mean, no, let's take that. No, let's take that for instance. Um, unless you're going with just basic plain Mario, um, one and two, and probably even three. But when you start getting in like to Mario, let's see, I'm trying to well, think. For here. Mario two, you get to choose your character, though. Yeah, yeah you do get to choose don't. your character. <laughs> You can choose your character in Mario One too, but but Mario oh, yeah. One and Luigi Mario Two, or Mario. <laughs> yeah, Mario One and Mario Two extremely linear though. They're just you, mm-hmm. you, this is your direction you go. I mean, you do have shortcuts, but you know it's this way or this way only. You can't go backwards, you know. Yeah, and so you can technically say, oh, "I'm playing as Luigi," so I'm playing a role. Let's do a go ahead and squash that. Um, I think the levels system is a must be criteria. I think playing. I think uh, when you can level up a certain aspect of your character at the cost of something else is a must-have criteria. I think the quest, side quest, and I want to say end game. When I say end game, I mean getting way more powerful than the final boss. In other words, if you look at Final Fantasy VI, you can go and kill all the dragons and then come back and kill the final boss, and you're going to destroy the final boss. Um, The final boss is not the hardest boss in the game. All right, that's an RPG. So there's certain criteria like that I think that must have. So you're saying that you have to have level advancement to be an RPG? Yes, that's what I'm saying right now. So here's a game that I tackled with, uh, even before we even started these conversations, a game for PlayStation called Brave Fencer Musashi. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever considered that an RPG, but I mean, it's made by Square. Um, It has RPG-esque elements to it. And it's really one of my favorite games on the PlayStation as well. So I, I don't know, man. Now you got me questioning life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I never played that one. Um, but I think it has to have those elements. And, and certainly when you get to a, you can really narrow it down once you get into more modern games. Uh, look at something like Fable to where you're obviously playing a role. You can be the good guy or you can be a bad guy. It depends on you on how you want to do it and fable i don't do you got lab, levels in fable i don't know if you got levels in fable actually you just pick but you grow a character and yeah, they grow, exactly and they yeah. literally grow up you know i mean you literally grow in that fable uh, fable is a weird one you know I, I i think it fully fits rpg but i think it fits it in a different structure because it, you're literally playing a role, like hardcore, like you're, it's D&D video game. I mean, it's the closest thing that you're going to get to true D&D video game because there's never been really been mm-hmm. a great D&D video game. That one is because, you know, in D&D, when you start your character off, it's usually young, it's usually inexperienced, and no things. As you gain experience, you're also gaining age a lot of the times in D&D. I know from a lot of the games that I played, my, my character aged along with the growth of levels. And so I think that's where Fable comes into play because you get that growth, growth in character. It, it, it literally grows up in front of you and goes on. So what about a game like Fallout? That's an RPG as well. 
That's an RPG? Yeah. Okay. Cause, but that certainly is because you can uh, select aspects of, okay, I'm going to be a sneaking character. I'm going to be a mm-hmm. go in there and just shoot everything up character. Um, and when you can pick talents that have no uh, ability on your fights, but lets you get different dialogue, dude, you're playing a role. Okay, so okay. let me ask you this. What's the difference between Fallout, which I haven't played many Fallouts, but I've, 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 I know a decent bit about them, and Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands I consider an RPG as well. Borderlands is a loot shooter. And I think genres broke at that time and it went to loot shooter. Do I consider it an RPG or could it fall under our criteria of RPG? Eh, yeah. Do I say it's an RPG? No. I don't say it's an RPG just because you have a goal of just gaining. You're just trying to gain weapons because in-game isn't trying to beat anything. It's literally going there just to try to get this weapon. You're killing this boss over and over and over to get this one weapon. How, it's and, like and Diablo. Fa- and in Fallout, is Fallout? Are you trying to? Most of the time, from what I know of Fallout, it's more of a survival game, correct? Because you're trying to survive, or is there an end game where you're trying to kill a boss? I don't know Fallout that bosses. well, so yeah. No, it's a. This definitely is because Fallout spot is for sure one. You got different factions of characters that uh, you know if you if you. Uh, factions of uh, groups if you are friendly with one another one will hate you and then you get different items here blah 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 I think that uh, Borderlands definitely meets the criteria of an RPG because obviously you got levels you got in game after your final boss is not the most powerful boss and you have talent trees which means that you will increase your, your power of one aspect of your character and hurt the other in other words you can't if you put a talent point in sniper rifles and instead of shotguns well then now you know you're better you not you wouldn't do that if you use shotguns all the time so you had to pick a path you had to pick that that role so, so how about a oh, go ahead, oh, go so ahead. Go ahead. Go okay ahead. i was gonna say how about a game like gauntlet no it's not an rp i would not consider you that, wouldn't RP- consider that not rpg with the choosing your different paths and then you know if you go into a different exit you'll go to a different part of the board uh, you know, nah, because there are multiple exits in the game. So let me. And each, I think, I think Gauntlet fits the category very well of action adventure. I think it fits action adventure a little okay. more than. So it's one of those. It, so it's like Legend of Zelda is a gray area where Legend of Zelda leans more toward RPG than action adventure. I think mm-hmm. Gauntlet leans more toward action adventure than RPG. It has those elements and it has that feel. It can be. I mean, if you want to call it RPG, you can. You're not wrong in that. But I think it leans more toward that action adventure versus the RPG. Okay. So. I, I, I think it's I think it's pretty RPG because you're leveling up, you're doing all that stuff. So, so I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking a real old one. Weapons. I'm thinking a real yeah. old one. So it's so, uh, yeah for the NES one, you do level up and you choose different paths to go. Uh, okay, and then and then you have to actually go to so in order to actually beat beat the game, you have to go to the correct exits and get the orbs from uh, the orb levels out of and when you're doing all six levels, I believe. So okay, I just probably hadn't really looked into that one. I remember playing but, it, but. From video vision, I think but you. I think you. I think you make a good point there, and I'm gonna point this out to you. You said you had to go to the correct exits. You had to go the certain way. It. It. That. That to me sounds like it pushes itself toward that linear factor. But I mean, you don't have to. 
but if you don't go to the correct <laughs> ones, you're not going to beat it, right? Just yeah, make Mario stand there. So, so, so it's got kind of linear at that point, and that's why okay. I think it. Uh, don't get me wrong; I do like the fact that it is kind of it kind of has the RPG feel to it. But for me, I think it is more action adventure just because of the linearness of it. Because you have to go through this path to get to that boss, you know, and you have to usually go through all of this course to get all the way there. And now that I say that too, though. Uh, if you go back and look at Legend of Zelda, you have to go this way to get to that mm-hmm. one boss. But you can choose your paths to get there. Gauntlet, can you choose your paths to get there, or do you always have to go that one way to get there? I believe there's multiple ways, but you always do have to go. In order to beat the game correctly, you know, 100% full, you do have to go to each one of those orb levels. See, and with Legend of Zelda, if you're good enough, you can go straight to the final boss, Correct. Or are you pretty close to it? It's you have to do maybe uh, one or two you, things. Yeah, you got to get us. You got to get, get all this. You to have to it. have every single one of the triforces to get to get it. Okay. You can't get through the first. Well, thing. I mean, and, and then too, for most RPGs, you have some type of element where you have to get something to get to the boss. If I am playing Mario and decide to not get the mushroom to get bigger, am I playing an RPG then? Because I made a choice. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's kind of so. Let me let me throw another little wrench in here. This is gonna this is gonna make it a little bit. Uh, hopefully, narrow it down a little bit. So I just typed in what makes up a role playing game video game, and the very first thing that pops up is just a little, it's just a little thing on Google, the little paragraph. It says a role playing game is a genre of video game where the gamer controls a fictional character or characters that undertakes a quest in an imaginary world. Defining RPGs is very challenging due to the range of hybrid games that have RPG elements. So that's what the difference is. We're going to start spouting off games that have these elements, and then we go, oh, that's an RPG because it has an element. That's not the case. I think they have to have you know, those three that I mentioned before in order for it to be a true RPG. And then uh, that's always been my definition. And then you, but I've always considered secret of mana an rpg until you said that and now i think what i'm getting out of all this is rpg secret of mana is not a real rpg but that would and i would say this too illusions of gaia is that an rpg Mm -hmm. i don't i considered it one at all all the time but it's really not it is really pretty straightforward and there's really no way you can veer off the the path i think zelda is more of an rpg than illusions of gaia uh you you play that one a lot Did you play it a lot, I, Rob? I have it, but I no, I have not played it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good, it's a fictional world character you're playing, and a story unfolds, and then you can kind of say how deep is the story. When you got a character like Link, who doesn't even say a word mm-hmm. in any of his stuff, but then you got Chrono, who didn't say a word. Oh, well, except for the CDI versions. <laughs> well, so that's that's what makes all Zelda's RPGs. <laughs> <Turf ball. laughs> But then Chrono Trigger did not say, uh, or Chrono and Chrono Trigger did not say anything. And some some developers have said they do not want their main pr- protagonist to talk because they want you to take that role. Mm-hmm. And some say, well, that's dumb because you know the main character needs to have a personality, especially if you're going to play a role. Um, <clears throat> so all right, so so since Go we've ahead. been going going through these. And talking about games and everything, I want to throw up some more of the modern ones and see what y'all think about this. What about God of War? Is that an no. RPG or an action? I would say... So I haven't really played God of War. Uh, it's a little too new for me, but 
I mean, I based on the gameplay that I have seen, I would consider that an action game for sure. Uh, same with like, and I'm not sure if I'm missing something. I could be misspeaking uh, because I haven't actually played it, but like I would consider God of War just as much as RPG as Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because it does. You do level up. Oh, you uh, do. Well, okay. no, well, you do level up on the new one, I think. Um, yeah, I'm talking more just the new one, not, and you not get the other talent ones. points, I think. I can't. I played it. I played. I platinum the game. I love the game, and I can't remember. And even because they're so, I'm mixing them up here. Because even on the old ones, you get the red orbs, and you can put, um, you can power up your weapons, and you'll at the sacrifice of something else. Like I can arc and power up my spell, and not my weapons, depending on how you play. Um, I would consider that an RPG element of the game, but I wouldn't consider it an RPG. So it sounds like a lot of these games we're talking just like there's so many games with just elements of RPG. Exactly. Okay, what about Horizon Zero Dawn? I would consider. Th- I don't know if I, off the top of my head I say yes because Horizon Zero Dawn is very close in the way it plays <clears throat> as God of War. Yeah, but it's a very open world, uh, and so is God of War, the new one. It's not as open as uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and you can. I just I can't I can't remember in God of War if you can stand there and just keep killing a particular enemy and getting XP or getting loot off the enemy. You can get you get loot. That's probably another aspect of one of an RPG. You get loot off the enemies. Um, and so I know on Horizon Zero Dawn, I would cons- I still would consider it an RPG, just like kind of The Witcher Three. I consider that an RPG. It's very similar to that. Um, Elder Scrolls uh, consider an RPG. All um, right, here's here's a big one I want to throw at you and see what see what you think because this is one that we've <laughs> both played. I don't know if Rob's played it any. Monster Hunter World. Oh, that's a very good question. Do you played it, Rob? Uh, no, I haven't. I do have a Monster Hunter for the 3DS, but I unfortunately have never played. You it. only have okay. a Switch for your modern system, anyway, right? Uh, the yes, yeah, okay. So. Um, but. If I'm not mistaken, Monster Hunter is very similar to Pokemon. Is, mm. it, is that what I'm seeing? Like you catch stuff? Or, no, uh, no, no, no. I mean, you can catch stuff and everything, but you do have to get to 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 attack. A, like, especially Monster Hunter World, that's the one I'm the most familiar with. Is mm-hmm. you go in and you have a base level of armor, you have a base okay. base character and everything. You never level your character. Your character has absolutely no levels to it, but you do kill monsters to get loot and to get material to build better and stronger armor and weapons. Okay. And you have to do that over and over to get it. You you go you go fight these monsters over and over and you slowly get up to fighting the stronger monsters and you keep on doing that over and over and over. You do have quote unquote a level but that level has absolutely nothing to do with your strength or your health or anything like that. That's just basically is like you've been around a really long time in the game. You've put a lot of time in the game. Basically, that's what the level says in Monster Hunter World. But it has the elements of completely open world. If you want to be crazy and go up there and fight them with the most fight a monster with the most basic weapon, you can. You can probably even beat some of the bigger tier monsters with some of the most basic weapons. Now it's going to take you forever, but you have that 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 growth and that pattern in there. I just pulled up Monster Hunter, and that's not the game that I was thinking of to be like Pokemon. I, there's something out there that's kind of like Pokemon, but for more no. adult based. Definitely not Monster Hunter based on the screenshots that I'm looking at right now, though. 
Um, yeah, because you're fighting monsters that are ten times yeah, your size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really yeah. cool. It's a great game. I love the game. But does it fit the avenue of action adventure, or does it fit the avenue of role playing game? I think if a ten out of ten is the is a pure role playing game, I think Monster Hunter is like a seven. And the, what it's missing is it's not, it's not an open world. It's just that big open hunting area that you can run around in. There's no not but one town. You're not going to go anywhere else. You're not going to. Uh, go to a town and go to the inn or the new buy something. Um, but there are several towns. There's several different camps that you can go to. And they, you have several different vendors in each camp. What camps? So you have the, uh, first you have the, uh, God, what is it? The uh, It's it's not the Fivers camp. It's the other camp that um, you get that's halfway through. It's the ship. That's a camp that you can go to to go there and buy items and get things from people and 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 do have a place to uh, arrange things. You also have the in the new Iceborne section. You have a camp there as well. So you have these three different areas here that have vendors in both of them. You can buy food to eat to make you stronger and give you more health and things like that. And it fits a lot along the lines of an RPG, I think. Okay, let's say we even have that. Well, it doesn't have a super in-depth story, uh, and it doesn't have uh, choices that you can make um, that would affect the story. Uh, so, but it does. I do believe the role in role playing is very. You have a if you're going to be the you know I use the insect glaive, so you're high flying whatever. Everybody's role is to beat the monster down, um, but if you're rolling with four people, everybody still has to play that role correctly or it can be very difficult. I like that of it. So that's what I'm saying. That's probably about a seven out of 10. I still think, Yeah. but that's a good one. That's a really good question. Because, because something you brought up earlier, you said Destiny's a role playing game. No, Destiny's not. I don't consider Destiny. You don't a consider Destiny role playing. No, not at all. Okay. Um, yeah, why is that? Why, why do you consider Destiny not a role playing game? So you do play a role of a hunter or uh, the Titan, and you do have to do that role to fight the final boss. Like if you have to bubble or whatever. I'm going on Destiny 1, okay? So, um, And I played for the first Destiny 2 vanilla. And um, you got talent points, but you're going to max them all out very quickly. So it's not really a – you're just unlocking different aspects of your character as you level up. You're not choosing what you want to level up. Um at the beginning, you kind of are, though, because you have to well, use those points on your three different... Because in Destiny 1, you have the three different branches you can go and put points into. And while you're acquiring those points, you have to choose which one you want to. Eventually, yes, you can get all of it, just like any other RPG that you're leveling up your character. It's you not can get like all the point. other ones. You can't get every point in, it, uh, in RPGs. That, Final uh, Fantasy X. Final, yeah, if, yeah, I mean, if you put, if you put 100 hours in... Um, then you can get every point over how many hours, hours. How many hours did we put into Destiny 1? I put about five in before I unlocked everything. No, you didn't. You it doesn't didn't. take long. I don't, it's funny you say because I don't remember the talent tree really the talent at all. Tree, the, talent on, tree, uh, the talent trees, you had three different talent trees because you have uh, fire, uh, you have solar, void, and arc. 
and you have those three talent trees that you have and then on you destiny go in one. there on destiny one and what you do is you have you, every time you level up you get ability points and you have to put those ability points into the trees to eventually unlock everything in there you have to make a choice do you want to put this ability point in your solar in your arc or in your void and then you okay. had to make a choice in those points as well you get levels just like you said you had to there's alternate paths that you can go there's all different choices you can do to get these levels and gain this power to fight your end gold boss then you also have an end game game you also have end game stuff as well the raids which in an mmo are a defining point of making that an rpg i see uh i remember it now so you you do unlock all the way at the end eventually and you do have to pick like a double jump triple jump and then you kind of pick however you want that character to play a certain way and then you have to, but you can always change it very easily. You can change it on the fly, so you're not really going to pick. Yeah, once it's unlocked, you can change it on yeah. the fly. But I remember taking forever to put in enough ability points and XP in. Yeah, that to one unlock went five my, hours. Yeah, to, that was yeah, not to, five hours. Yeah, to, uh, to unlock my uh, self-res on my Warlock, I remember putting in a lot of time to get to that point. Hmm. You know, it's yeah, one it's of those different. things where you it's grow a little it. different. Yeah, I forgot about. I'm thinking of Destiny 2's uh, tree was very simple. This I forgot Destiny about. 2 Destiny is extremely simple compared to Destiny One. Destiny they simplified is, it. You know, you just have to gain you you gain your ability points in doing certain things, but it's like you only unlock each individual node based on which one you're working on at the time. The, in Destiny One, you had several different paths you can go to. You can choose those as you go through. Yeah, that that's definitely got a lot more aspects of being a RPG than I would than I gave it credit for Destiny One. I forgot I mean, about Des- looking at it. And if you're doing it on a scale, I'd give Destiny One closer to an eight or a nine RPG over Monster Hunter World because you actually have levels that do matter. You know, you gain your first your person levels and then you gain your levels in your armor. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably give it over over Monster Hunter. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say that, but it, it definitely fits our role of what we said an RPG is. And I'm sorry for, you know, jumping on that one, Rob, because I know you haven't played that one. Oh, so. no, 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 no. I, I, I think it's interesting just hearing about a game that you haven't played because the way you describe it, RPG 100%, but I pulled up the, you know, the screenshots of it. It looks like a first person shooter. If I just, yep. If I just saw the screenshots, that's FPS all the way. No, uh, I mean it so, is pretty RPG ish. The uh, yeah, Destiny One. It is. I forgot how I like Destiny One, man. I thought that was pretty good. Destiny One was a great game. I mean, uh, it, they sorry the story they, sucked, but they, they, yeah, the first story sucked when they did Taken King. That was a good story, and then uh, Rise of Iron actually was a great story because you're becoming a knight of quote unquote almost like a round table at that point, you know. And that was really fun going through that and becoming that, and then actually having the character or the NPCs change what they called you because toward the end of it once you get you know get through the story now you had lord saladin which we call him lord salad bar salad man all that good stuff you had him start calling you young wolf which was a name that only the um the 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 lords of iron were called as they were growing in their rank so um let's see here let's just do this real quick Let's go around the around the horn here. First of all, you got about anything about anybody got anything else to add to what we're talking about? It's it's kind of come to the conclusion that go ahead, Rob. Sorry. Oh, I, oh no, I was just gonna say. So it kind of made me open my eyes a little bit, a lot of it actually, about games with specific elements of RPGs. Like you can have a small element of an RPG, 
and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's an RPG. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like what is the main concept of the game? Because I always uh, River City Ransom is one of my favorite games, but that's a beat 'em up. It has elements of RPGs. You some could classify it as an action RPG for sure, but I mean it's a beat 'em up and and the true grit once you get down to it, you're going around beating people up. Oh yeah, yeah. I would consider it an RPG, but I know you can level your guy up and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. Well, I like what our what um, Hollywood was leaning toward. You know, giving a game a ranking of how RPG ish it is. Yeah, I like that. That I think that's the best way to define an RPG. You got a one through ten scale. How does it fit in your mindset of an RPG from one to ten? If it's five or above, I think it should be called an RPG. If it's five and if it's you know below five mm-hmm. i think you know you, you really probably can't call it an rpg so i just i, I want to throw this curveball out there because we, ha- we we do have this game out there and it's on computer i don't know how many of y'all played it we kind of talked about one of its predecessor games earlier and how much hollywood liked it the sims is it an rpg wow that is a curveball wow. Because um, you're playing a person and you're growing. I think I stumped Rob on that one. <laughs> Our preconceived notions about RPGs, uh, you know, like we got the, we were told when we were young and impressionable that Dragon Warrior was an RPG. And what did we get next, clear? I mean, you got Final Fantasy 2 is yeah. what we played. And then we found Final Fantasy 3. And then here we go on this train, Chrono Trigger, Illusions of Gaia, Secret of Mana, um, and then Final Fantasy VII, and then Legends of Dragoon. And so they're all knights and swords and magic. And for the longest time, you kind of think you had to have that. And then they go, oh, well, now we got one like Persona, or we got, uh, what was it, Parasite Eve, which is definitely yeah. an RPG. And uh, But, okay, now we're just doing all the RPG things, but we're introducing the guns and this kind of stuff. But it's the exact same. And so that's what I always just looked at. And it's hard. You look at something like Witcher, and I, that's what I was threw me off my train of thought. And I always considered an RPG. And one of the reasons is obviously you can do quests. You can way open world. You can go wherever you want. Um, and then um, you you love you really pick elements of your character. You really can fine tune how you want them to play. Whether that be somebody that's really good at alchemy, whether that's somebody that's good at using the signs or. Uh, yeah, they call them the signs or, or just a physical attacker. And you can't use them all. You can get more items or more uh, talents than you can use. You still have to, once, just because you unlock the talent, you have to equip your character with it. And you only have so many equip slots. I think you got like 12. So that is certainly an aspect of RPGs. But, um, you know, I would consider that a modern or an American. You know, it's not American, but the American RPGs are not turn-based as much. So, yeah. so a game that's invisible kind of, enemies. Yeah, yeah a, a game that's kind of spinning on my head now that we, yeah, you know, we've talked more about it and everything. The whole RPG and things like that. Um, actually, a couple of them because they're all from the same kind of kind of thing. Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption Two, of course, and then Grand Theft Auto Four and Five. Because in Grand Theft Auto Four, I played that one a decent bit, and that was the one where you got the character, you can build muscles and all that, right? Make sure I'm saying, or is that San, well, or is that uh, San Andreas? That's uh, that's uh, San Andreas. Okay, so San Andreas yeah. is the one that I had the most playthrough with. I played, I played. But San you don't Andreas really gain levels in that game, though. No. But you do grow your character with muscles to be able to do more, and you do build him up with his stamina to be able to run further and things like that. 
you do gain money to buy yeah, more but things you can't, and you do you can't be a cop gain more clout. You, know, you can't go be a leader yeah of, you're only one specific role but i mean mm-hmm. yeah Legend so that's, Zelda's that's only one specific role. I, I, that's why i, would I wouldn't consider it a full have, up. yeah they have elements but it's probably a, it's probably like a four ish in that to, to me but it just it's just one of those things i was sitting there thinking because it's like i never thought about grand theft auto as being rpg ish you know it was just like as a game i just go around and shoot things up you know well you can shoot things up or you don't have to you know you've got your choices you can make you've got your different paths you can take there's plenty of quests you don't have to take all the side quests you can just go through the straight line of the story i mean you've got all the branches and you've got a lot of elements of an rpg there all right so um Let's go one more time. What would you consider, Rob, the perfect RPG? What game? Ooh. So let's just I'm think about a, that. And then, I'm going to need a minute to think about that. That's a. What about you, Clear? Oh, that's no brainer to me. It's going to be either. It's going to be final. To me, the perfect RPG would be Final Fantasy X. That holds all the elements and everything. It, yeah. So to me, to me, it holds every every single element that you need of an RPG. It is a ten of ten to me for an RPG. That is the most classic definition of an RPG because you got so many choices in that game. You can level up your character however you want. You can get them any talents, anything as long as you're willing to spend the time. You've got complete decision and control over it. Yes, you do have small little linear elements. Most games do because it's kind of the quote-unquote tutorial part of the game teaching you the different steps and the way the game works. But you've got your turn-based elements. You've got your leveling up elements. You've got your decisions and choices uh, choices elements. You've got your end game, and you've got your major final boss that you can kill however you want. It, to me, it's the quintessential, the quintessential um, RPG. So it... Uh I consider it an RPG for sure, but um, the biggest gripes that people had for that RPG, which is I'm bringing this up because this will kind of lend us into what makes up an RPG because these were missing. It was really linear for three quarters of the way through, um, and you really don't make a choice. You're not going to be uh, – you can't really choose. I mean, you can choose to play – well, you can't, you can't choose. It's not going to change the story. The story's going to roll out the exact same way every time. Um, and then, because it's the main story, and um, and that I have to hint on that story because there's it's not as open world. But uh, the other thing that makes up a good RPG is the depth of that story is incredible, and so people go, ah, oh, it's definitely an RPG, and I certainly think it's an RPG, and I, and I think that's a really good choice. But I'm just bringing that up. So depth of the story yeah. could could be considered. How deep is that story? It's going to make it an RPG, and then the linear or open world is certainly well, I mean, two things. It, and I agree that, yes, for a lot of Final Fantasy X, it, it's, it, it can be very quite linear. But once you are able to make your choices and go, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can go wherever you want. You can level up whatever character you want, however you want. I mean, the sphere grid, to me, was one of the best leveling systems that they had, especially in the line of Final Fantasies, because you got to make your choice however you wanted of how that character grew yes it started in a specific point but you could grow it anywhere and two if you take the final fantasy 10 version that was released on playstation 4 you can play it in i think it's either expert mode or master mode or something like that where you basically can start wherever you want on the sphere grid yeah the sphere grid's a little bit smaller but you can start wherever you want that means you can start cloud and black magic you start uh 
Tifa in you know wherever and about Final it. Fantasy Seven. Uh, hold on, did I just cross characters? Yeah, I Tifa. think you just cross characters. Tifa Seven. So, anyways, Cloud yeah, I'm, seven I've, I've got a lot. I got a lot of care. I got a lot of characters <laughs> in my head. So, but but yeah, in Final Fantasy Ten, you, yeah, because I said Cloud and Tifa. It's uh, who, let's see. Yeah, I'm confused on characters. I'm sorry, guys. That's my bad. I'm crossing them. But you can basically take your character and start them anywhere you want on the sphere grid. Titus, Unawaka, Kamari. Sorry. The Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite games of all time, too. So, And and so that's where I was going to. So when I think quintessential RPGs in my head, I go PlayStation. I don't really go to the SNES. I go PlayStation because you got, I mean, you got your classics on, I mean, you got your classics on Super Nintendo as well, but like, these PlayStation games, man, they're they're absolutely crazy. Yeah. I would even go so far to say, like Mega Man Legends. I kind of classify that as an RPG. Hmm. Uh, Personas, you got Ogre Battles, you got all these good RPGs. But I think I gotta go Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. That that to me just screams RPG. Yeah, yeah, certainly an RPG. I agree. Uh, that has all the elements that I mentioned, um, and so. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how to phrase it. If I am going to go more modern now, and you brought it up, the game, I think the and I'm I was going to say Final Fantasy seven or six, which certainly would agree, but I think I'm going to go with now the more modern twist of Fallout um, four, hmm. and the reason is is because that story will actually change based on who you kill. Um, you got to make a tough choices that whether this person lives or dies. You certainly level up. You get new weapons. You can pick, like you said, the sneaker. The You can be a good guy, a bad guy. Your reputation changes. I think those are the more modern elements of the newer games. And uh, certainly open world, you can just tear off into the West and go as far west as the game will allow you to go. And you never know what you're going to run into or story or what you're going to find. New. Um, I think that's the perfect modern RPG. In other words, and I'm not just saying modern as, oh, modern's better, but I think they took all the old elements and they made it into a more modern RPG. So now if you talk about a modern RPG versus an old RPG, I think the modern one, I think one of the elements that they added, and it must be to make a true RPG, is that the story must change. You must be able to impact the story directly with your choices. Uh, Have all those old elements, of course, and then you add those new ones. But uh, I don't know. This is a good discussion. If you're throwing modern out there too, because I mean, I was just thinking quintessential the most classic and everything if you're talking modern i mean i have to go with fable fable i mean everything you do changes the story all the time in fable constantly especially fable 2 it's more directly i didn't play fable 3 as much and and i hate to say this i hate that it's stuck on xbox i think it's a game that should be across more platforms because it's such a great game but fable is definitely the game that started that whole your decision changes the world in the modern aspect of gaming because you go in there you kill this person when you come back years later in fable that family or whatever is in disarray because of this and they're you know they're trying to hunt you i mean and you bring up a good point it makes me think of another game and i hate to bring up another game now but you make me think of another game when you kill something it changes the aspect of the game i think of shadows of mordor because when you kill an ogre in that then other ogres step in to take their place. They lieutenants, things like that, and change. If they kill you, they remember that they killed you. When you come back, you're like, oh, yeah, I killed you. I know how I killed you. I killed you by doing this, and, I, and they do that. And it changes the entire aspect of the game. So 
Well, you're focusing on that one aspect of an well, RPG. I know, I know but I mean, saying you, any, you, as, any game that has that aspect, I'm saying it has all of the old aspects and then it added that in there as yeah. well. And that's well, such I mean, quintessential RPG. I think Shadows of Mordor kind of has some of those. I don't want to jump into that because I know we're getting longer in this talk than I was expecting to. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, you know, we're basically going to define it out pretty easy and then I just want to clarify for all the listeners here that uh, it, I, I think a quintessential RPG has to, I think what we're taking away here, it has to have all of the old elements that we mentioned. A level up system, you can improve, you can decide you can improve weapons yourself. Some aspect of the game based on your choices. I think it has to have an in-depth story. I think it has to have branching paths. Um, and essentially, when you level up, you have to kind of choose a, a way to go. Now, like you brought up Final Fantasy X and, and even Fallout, you can eventually level up completely. But, I mean, you would have to sink hundreds, if not a thousand hours into this games to do that. Uh so there are aspects, there are, you know, that, that part of it. I think that being able to assign a level to a game, though, of its RPG-esque elements is, is very good, though. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to do that, because it's like, okay, yeah, this game isn't an RPG, but it has qualities or elements of an RPG. So, you can, you know, you don't got to sit here and... You can sit there and debate, okay, well, this game has this, this game has that, this game has this, this game has that. Okay, cool, but it's not truly an RPG. All right, well, cool, guys. Well, uh, this is right before Thanksgiving, so I hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, coming back with H and Camus, uh, 12 Days of H and Camus. So just listen to that on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash H-N-K-E-X-P for more details. Rob, you got any, uh, any uh, links you want to talk about? or throw out there oh no not yet i've been uh i've been real lazy on getting my yeah, all right <laughs> robin rob started up <laughs> all so right i want to drop a little turkey day knowledge on y'all just real quick because i thought this was a fun fact that i heard on the radio the other day driving to work so i just want to drop this for everybody did you know that i cannot pronounce what chemical it is in turkey but it starts with a t that chemical in turkey is actually not what makes you sleepy it's the fact that you overate All right. We appreciate you guys listening. Hope you have a good day. Good weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, everybody.